برنامج عدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs of the region on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh from me, Jamil Wallace. My pleasure, my privilege, always being in your company and particularly on a day like today, day of Yawmul Jumah. And once more from all of us here at the Voice of the Cape, we extend to you and your loved ones a Jumah Mubarak, a Jumah Kareem. Such a beautiful day out there, alhamdulillah. Well, it is the Friday Nasiha program in which we bring in an alim just to say Nasiha with us, just to keep us in a spiritual frame of mind as we head towards the Mubarak Waqt of Jumu'ah. Sheikh Wasim Abrams joins us. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum to you. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Imam of the Bridgetown Masjid, mashallah. Otherwise, how are things going there, Sheikh? I always like to know. Alhamdulillah, can't complain. Programs, the activities. I think oh, who's, who's this? There's an organization based there as well. Sun's up. Sun's up. That's correct. I was in the offices upstairs there. Mm. So, well. um, but I do know it's a mustard place, a major role within the community there. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. The topic this morning, Sheikh? Um, the unity of Hajj. Oh, Allah. Akbar. I'm certain all those who've been on Hajj, you know, when it comes to having to greet Hujat, a friend of mine once said, um, we envy, but it's a good envy. Most envy. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> in fact, I asked all the Hujas, I said, and certainly now with this year, with all the developments that have gone on mm. there, and uh, particularly when it comes to the Waqts there, knowing that an hour ahead of us, mm. if I'm at home, then I go onto the channel. Yes. And yes. I'm more or less also there. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Topic Hajj, the unity of the Ummah. What do you share? Barakallahu Fiqh. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وموالاه رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأكرة من لسان يفقه قولي respected listeners أحييكم بتحية الإسلام I greet you with universal greeting of peace and I say السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته all praise and thanks is due to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our creator, our cherisher, our nourisher, and the sustainer of all the worlds. Peace and blessings and our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, upon his family, his friends, and all those who perpetuate with his propagation until the last day. My dear and honored listeners, whenever one speaks about this particular topic, um, one cannot but uh, reminisce on uh, one's own Hajj, or even be it Umrah for that matter. And uh, if one hasn't been there yet, then just to sit in the company of the Hajjaj, those who have been there, and um, to listen to their relation of or their experiences on this particular journey. And I think at this point, it's a sincere and fervent dua. That Almighty Allah Ta'ala must grant uh, those who have not yet had the opportunity to stand before the Baytullah. May Allah Ta'ala grant them that, that opportunity Amen. very soon. Amen. And for those of us who have been there already, may Allah Ta'ala again grant us the opportunity to uh, stand before the Baytullah. Amen. Amen. When one thinks of the honored Khujaj, 
they leave behind their homes, they leave behind their families, and they leave behind their friends for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is وَأَذِّمْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ To respond to the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam and his son Nabi Ismail alayhi salam when they completed the building of the Kaaba, Allah Ta'ala instructed Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, call people to come and perform the Hajj, or rather call people to come. Obviously at the time it was a barren desert, there was no one, there was no inhabitants, nothing. And Nabi Ibrahim asked, but who must I call? There is no one to call. Allah says, you call. You call them and I will see that they come. They will come walking They will come on every lean camel They will come over every mountain Over every highway They will come from all four corners of the world And wallahi ever since that time Ever since the time of Nabi Ibrahim People have been coming And performing the Hajj Allahu Akbar The Hujaj Just this morning we uh, we had the opportunity of making dua for one of the hujjaj that has left. Mm-hmm. And uh, standing there, one can only but realize that this is no one else's guest, but the guest of Allah. Therefore, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Al-Hujjaju wal-Umar waftullah. That the hujjaj and the mu'tamireen, they are the, the guests of Allah <laughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just in a few... I, I, I can't even say a few hours, but a few moments. Uh, in, in a few moments' time, they will be walking the very footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that of the Sahaba radiallahu anhu ajma'in. But even more so, one is honoured because thousands and thousands of people enter the Masjid al-Haram on a daily basis, and uh, with a specific du'a. Allahumma zid hadha al-bayt. Oh Allah, increase this house of yours in honor, in glory. And in that second part of the dua, was it man sharrafahu wa man karrafahu? Oh Allah, those people who honors your house, those people who glorifies and sanctifies your house, Ya Allah, let them come and visit the Baytullah. And to be standing uh, in the presence of such people, and, and, and I always say, you know, um, if, uh, if you have guests coming to your house, uh, the man in which you you honor them, the man in which you serve them, the man in which you want your children to act in front of them, in front of the guests. You always, you know, you want everything to be perfect. And here we're standing uh, besides the guest of Allah. Allah Akbar. If, yeah, Allah, may Allah Ta'ala grant us the understanding. And I, I remember as a student, um, Sheikh Rahman today is the... the, the uh, the Imam of the Haram, he would always in his in, in his first khutbah and in, in his welcoming khutbah, he would always say, "Honored Hujaj, the Haram, its people, and all its inhabitants, welcomes Allah. the guests Allah. of Allah." Salam. It's it's wallahi, it is it is just amazing. Um, Allahu Akbar. When a person performs Hajj, he's completing the fifth pillar of Islam. He says his Shahada every day, he performs his Salah, he gives his Zakah, 
He fasts the month of Ramadan. And so when he leaves the plains of Arafah, it is as if Allah Ta'ala now caps him or places that crown on his head that he has now fulfilled the fifth pillar of Islam. And I always made the uh, comparison, uh, Buddha Jamil, to yesteryear. You know, mm. that the haji is to come with the kwaskufiya. <laughs> you are only a haji if you have the kwas. Not the rekufiya, but I'm at the kwas. The, yeah, the, the tassel, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. I still speak the mouth of that mm. I still have a friend much older than me. Mm. And when he went to Hajj, the march from, I think, District 6 down Eddy Street, Allah had more esteem. Oh, Allah Akbar. And that Allah took them to get. Uh, to their destination and here we go to the destination within a wink of an eye Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar but um, if we can just reflect for a second on um, I would say my grandfather and Tajamil you know um, to them the Hajj had more meaning and and I'm sorry to say it Mm. this way but um, you know that that title of Hajj it's not anybody that could um, uh, could have that particular title in fact we were talking about the Kwaskufi I was reading the book of um, uh, Sheikh uh, Hussein Ibrahim about the Hajj of yesterday and so mm. on and, and he makes mention in there that um, if you were not a Haji you were not allowed to wear the Tussal that is only added once you have come from Hajj you know and but more important if you look at our traditions also the 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 the, the, the hajj had um, a certain responsibility within society within mm. our communities as oh yes <laughs> only the hajj had that 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 particular you know that that honor if we may mm. put it that way um the hajj had the pre- preference to 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 um to lead the salah for example or the imam of the 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 khatat jamaat or the maulud jamaat was out at a hajj you know that the Haji had that particular. In fact, not only amongst the Muslims, but um, I will always remember um, what the, the 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 older generation would relate where the the the, the Tusul Kufiya is concerned. Um, they would always mention the story if the if the judge, oh yes, if the judge uh, wanted a witness, you'd specifically ask that to be with why because you know the 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 the, the hajj he did not only go for hajj but he lived um the particular hajj and uh, sheikh rufan he mentioned so beautifully at the hajj's house this morning he says that um how do you know when allah ta'ala has granted you that hajj mabrur you know that allah ta'ala has granted the person a hajj mabrur if when he comes back if he returns a better person than what he left if you actually implement um, the lessons learnt on uh, on Hajj, and as okay, we'll we'll speak after the break. <laughs> well, my guest here with us, Wasim Abrams, Sheikh Wasim Abrams, and I'm certain those who've been on Hajj, uh, Sheikh, really taking you down memory lane this morning. Back with you after this. البرنامج عالدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة برنامج 
Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Warm welcome once more to programs of religion on a Friday. It's a Friday Nasiha program. Still with us, Sheikh Wasim Abram. Sheikh, once more with you. Jazakallah khair. Brother Jamil, we, we're speaking about the Hajj. And more importantly, when Allah says, لِيَشْهَدُوا مَنَافِعَ لَهُمْ To perform the Hajj so that they may witness uh, what is beneficial to them. The benefits of the Hajj. More importantly, so that they may learn the lessons of uh, of the Hajj. And there's, there's so many lessons that one can learn. Um, if one can just uh, imagine that at this particular moment in time, there's an English-speaking person, and just for example, on, the, on his right is an Indian, and on his left is a Russian. They have absolutely no way of communicating with each other except via sign language, perhaps. However, when the Adhan goes, all three of them are going to respond in exactly the same way. Or even when they recite Quran, mm. they are going to respond in exactly the same way, and that is, that is the beauty of of, of Islam, number one. But that is what, the, what 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 um, your journey, on or this particular journey teaches you, the the uniqueness of Islam, the beauty, the beauty of Islam. But more importantly, this journey teaches us, with Jamil, um, that we are all equal. Mm-hmm. That there is, as, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself, he said uh, in his final sermon um, on Hajj, he said, La farqun bayn al-Arabi wal-Ajam. He says, there's absolutely no difference between an Arab and a non-Arab. There's no difference between a white person and a black person. In the eyes of Allah, inna akramakum, indallahi atqaqum. That in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are all the same. Whether you're the king, the president, or just an ordinary person, when you stand on Arafah, you stand with that same two pieces of cloth. Allahu Akbar. And I, I, I think Buddha Jamil can probably relate, you know. Um, that move from when we go from Mina um, to Arafah, we're speaking about what uh, four, five, six million people that is all walking in the same direction, and everyone is chanting the um, the Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik, and just there the, the the very first lesson, just there when when we when we're chanting the Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik. You see the oneness of Allah, you're recognizing the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the same breath you are saying, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik. Here I am, O oh Allah, here I am answering your call, Ya Allah. Innal hamda wa ni'matalak. All praises and all things is due only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All favors and all bounties and all boons comes only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are saying, La sharikarak. So they say in Afrikaans, We do not associate any um, partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Allahu Akbar. That that in itself is a lesson. But just looking at those millions of people that are all moving um, from Mina in one direction to Huz Arafah, everyone chanting the Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik, Labbaik la Sharika la Labbaik, Inna Alhamda wa Ni'mata laka wal Mulk la Sharika lak. I would always make the likeness of uh, the, the the river of milk. Mm. If you look at everyone is clad in their white. Um, they're all, all going for one purpose and one purpose only. Everyone is going to seek the the the, the um the, 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 the forgiveness and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact in fact on the day of Arafah when Allah Ta'ala descends to the Sama'ud Dunya, Allah Ta'ala, you know in, in Afrikaans and Sierra Osfata break Allah Ta'ala breaks with the Malaika. Allah Ta'ala breaks with the Malaika and says, Look at all my servants. They are all gathered here today for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to seek my forgiveness and seek my mercy. So be witness, O Malaika, that I have forgiven them. Be witness, O Malaika, that I have forgiven them. Allahu Akbar. And the Hajj then leaves the plains of Arafah free of sins. Uh, you know, you know, Sheikh. I was uh, with friends I haven't seen for a long time when we met on Hajj, but I mean on Arafah, you see big grown men yeah. cry like babies. Yeah. I think something spiritually there happens mm. to you. For uh, once in your life, you honest with yourself, knowing in so the presence true. of uh, Malaikat and with Allah's descent. Mm. Um, yeah, there's. I can not hear jokes, Mark, and you know, skiver stories with the Ali. And, 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 and that is the, that's the point behind Arafah. I mean, the, yes. the Arafah means to know, to acknowledge, and that's when the, the Hajj really acknowledges his previous sins and thereby, you know, make, make stilba to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm not sure if the Jamil perhaps or any of the listeners have experienced, but can my whole warm be better? You know, it can be extremely hot, no matter what the degrees are. But at that moment, at the wonderful call, when you are yeah. standing outside and um, you, you're making your tawbah and you're making mm. your istighfar and you're seeking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, you're seeking Allah's mercy, um, it's, it's as if a sense of calmness surrounds you and you, know, um, that, and you don't even feel the heat at no. all. Um, some people have even described it as as a as a cloud that just comes over you and, and gives you that 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 shelter just to allow you to to um, complete your du'a or your adkar or your tawbah or your istighfar or whatever it is. Allahu Akbar. I remember walking outside this at, well I call it the South African camp and I looked mm. around outside and I said to myself, this is a desolate place, <laughs> but a very special place. And I, I mean, I saw again. Um, grown men, elderly men, mm. for the duration of the day until the of Fukuf, they would go into isolation. Okay. And you see them, uh, and I mean, that's hours mm. that they would either contemplate searching within. And when that moment comes, oh, and then it all comes out, the tears flow. And they say, Um, and if one takes a drive now today uh, through Arafah, you will see that it's just it's just desert. There's nothing else. It's just normal ground. But yet on the day of Arafah, 
to see all those millions of people coming to that same place and mm. you know like i said to make to for that for for one purpose allah uh, it's, it's 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 just it's just amazing mm. I, I i always tell people that we can plan the hajj to the t but the one thing that we cannot plan is that that move from from mina to arafah and then from arafah mm. to mustalifa because we're talking about millions, millions, millions of people that are walking in the in the in the same direction at the exact same time. They could be those on buses. They could be those doing the walking huts. Most of the times they beat us on the buses, um, but it's it's it's. I don't think you find this anywhere else in the world where oh. you see um, this mass of humanity moving. Yes, um, and they can only go in one direction. Mr. Jamil, honestly, when I, I was speaking earlier about the Labbaik, you mm-hmm. know, and there's, there's this one part in the Labbaik, this is in Alhamdulillah wa Ni'matalak, that all praise and thanks is due to Almighty Allah Ta'ala. Um, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala granted me to have studied in, in Makkah itself, so I was, I, I was able to perform Hajj every year. But one of those Hajjs, um, we were doing the Hawking Hajj, you know. Uh, so we didn't travel by transport. We mm. walked from Mina to Arafah, from Arafah to Mustalifa, yeah, back to Mina, yeah. and so on. And while you're walking and you, you're chanting the Labbaik, and all of a sudden you see someone walking next to you. But this person is not walking on his feet. He's walking on his knees, on his hands and his knees. Mm. And that is where you actually just, you, you, you realize the true meaning of Inna alhamda wa ni'matalak. That how thankful and grateful you should be that Allah Ta'ala has, has, has granted you the, the ability to walk on your two mm. feet. Allahu Akbar. Mm. You know, or you see the blind person walking. He cannot see, mm. but he's, he, he makes that effort. I mean, even we can even speak about the haram for that matter. Or the tawaf, we will see that mm. in the tawaf itself. As you are performing tawaf, you'll be, there will be someone walking on his hands and his knees. There will be some, there will be a blind person. There will be a person that, that walks, uh, in the ruku position. Mm. But that person is there. Yes. That person made the effort to be there. And, and just the end, then you realize, Ya Allah, shukriya Allah, mm. for everything that Allah has, uh, has granted me. Whether it is your 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 sight, your hearing, whatever it is, but at that point, at that moment, you 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 make that sugar. But more importantly, it's um, to live, to live that Hajj, and to live that gratitude and that appreciation to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Even uh, we we mentioned about the ihram and how it brings us down from our heighty, our lofty heights that we always walk around. And um, I even had the pleasure of befriending our national deputy minister of um, basic education in mm. Masudri. Okay. He had his children with him, there was another guy with him, um, mean on the camp, and we were all in Ikharam. We were equal. Most definitely. Allah truly shows us there mm. that uh, we have come into this world with nothing, and we're going to leave this world well, with nothing. nothing. You know, whether it is our status, whether it is our wealth, no matter what it is, you know, there's nothing that 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 um, separates us from the next person, excepting our taqwa. In akramakum, the the most honoured in the eyes of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the one who has who has taqwa. Therefore, Allah says, Ya iyo nas, 
Inna khalaqana min takarin wa untha. O mankind, not O Muslims, O mankind. We have created you into males and females, the pairs. وَجَعَلْنَا كُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلٍ And we have divided you into different tribes and nations, nations, not so that one can be superior to the other or better than the other. No. لِتَعَارَفُوا So that you may uh, know one another. إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ Verily the most honored amongst you in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has taqwa. Allahu Akbar. I, I, I meet elderly people. This particular person that I know personally mm. won't mention names. But when these topics come up, she she sits and cries, mm. remembering where she was yes. and the, what the experience was all about. And she still has those memories of mm. the many years. You know, no, when one when one starts speaking about the Hajj, especially um, the Hajj for the yeah. you know, people that have been on Hajj, to, uh, and it's amazing with the Jamil, um, you can go all around the world and travel with different people, mm-hmm. but the friends you meet on Hajj remain your friends forever, because yeah. you ha- you have one special bond, one connection, and that is that you have stood on the plains of Arafah together, and if those groups of friends comes together and they start speaking about the Hajj. Allahu Akbar and they forget about time you know and again that is that is the beauty man mm-hmm. when we come from Hajj to speak about the beauty of Hajj speak mm-hmm. about the beautiful lessons that one has learnt um, on this particular journey and try and inspire inspire others to want to undertake this particular journey again I was related I was I was uh, I related to the, the, the book of uh, uh, Sheikh um, Hussein Ibrahim mm. earlier and, and in there also he speaks about uh, uh, Toli. Uh. you know Putatoli who had one of the biggest hush classes in Cape Town at the time yeah. but I'll continue with that after the break well my guest here with me Sheikh Wasim Abrams back with you after this Programs of Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Welcome back once more to our Friday Nasiha program, programs of Religion on a Friday. We are... Oksia means uh, mentally on Khadzia this morning. But Sheikh Wasim Abrams, and I'm certain uh, not only the elderly, but any person that's been on Khadzia for programs such as this, and I know normally it moves us, it brings back a lot of memories. Many of you probably sitting at home wanting to share your experience with us, but unfortunately we cannot take calls here. Sheikh, so over to you once more. Just before the break, we were speaking about sharing one's experience, you know. Um, the niceties of, uh, of or rather what the, the, the lessons that one can learn uh, from the Hajj to share that with the family and friends back home um, and basically to encourage and inspire them to want to undertake this particular journey um, and one such uh, something that I've read was the, the, that of Buddha Dolly you know, when he came back from uh, uh, from performing his Hajj uh, people were so inspired um, by his stories and his experiences uh, on Hajj that they actually requested him to uh, uh, to start a Hajj class mm-hmm. and he ended up having one of the biggest Hajj classes in, in, in Cape Town, mm-hmm. he had classes no. everywhere 
you know, and and that is what it should be. Instead of coming home and speaking about, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, the Arab and mm. I know what the speaking and the, you know, mm. instead the of speaking about the, yes, you know, speak about the, the 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 lessons that one can learn, the beauty of Hajj, the beauty of Islam, and 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 what uh, one has experienced. Um, be it in Mecca, be it in Medina, be it on the five days of Hajj. You know, there are so, so many lessons. Allahu Akbar. Mm. I can say two very quickly. Mm. Uh, I used to go down to a shop. Uh, we were in Azizia. Mm. And Dr. Salim Parker and I shared a lot of happy moments together. Mm. And you had one English newspaper, Arab News. Yes. And if you don't go early, because they don't have many, the mm. rest is all in Arabic. And I used to go down and get the newspaper in the morning. And it fir- was first strange for me standing in this queue where about six, and I'm the fifth or the sixth person, and somebody comes in. And he has just one item, and he walks past all of us, and just over our heads, he drops the money over for the guy sitting behind the door. And he walks out, most probably the exact amount. The lesson for me there is he wouldn't dare walk out of that shop without paying. The guy sitting behind the till, the shop owner, and he doesn't even look around. We mm. steal and amal that. You know, it's forbidden. Uh, yeah. You know what's going to happen. If he gives me change or he doesn't have change, making sure that he's not mm. shortchanging me. Yeah. You know, and you don't find that. Uh, easily anyway. So this Jamil, the beauty of Islam is really portrayed there. Mm. If if we look at their lifestyle, everything revolves around the Uqat of the Salah. Oh, no, we were just I mentioning know. earlier that once the Adhan goes, that shopkeeper he leaves everything. everything. He leaves his shop, he leaves it open and he goes and performs the Salah because at that moment in time his Salah is more important than anything else. Mm. Uh, no matter who wants to take anything, however the beauty of it is that no one will take anything. Nobody. No one. I mean, wallahi, you can, you can walk in Medina at uh, 12 o'clock at night when uh, everything is, all the shops are closed. And that shopkeeper has his, for example, his bags hanging outside. No one will take it. No one will take it whatsoever. Allah Even the guys who exchange your money, they mm. sit outside in the open. Yes. <laughs> the Asitafel, exchange. Nobody's going to go near him with any ulterior motives. You then realize you under Sharia law. Yes, Allah. Imagine what it would be like, yes. Eh? Allah. Oh. Yes, Allah. Uh, but then again, I we're speaking about here, I need to take my hat off for the Saudis. Oh, really. Yes. You know, uh, it took us how many years to prepare for the World Cup? That was my one days in Mensa. You know, they t- have nine months to prepare for millions of people that comes uh, to, to, to Makkah every year. Allah. Yes, and Allah. you quickly learn that on a Friday, if you if you don't make it, uh, I had friends and they used to go down to the Haram, mm. um, twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, especially for Juma. Mm. And they say to me, "Any no khali has any plekreni?" And many a times I found myself making salah in the street, mm. um, and it's a very wide street with an island in the middle. And uh, the Majma infall, otherwise you're mm. going to have to clamber over people. Mm. And that's all outside of the perimeter of the of the haram there. Yes. It's absolutely, it's mind-blowing. You, And this is why I now realize that those who've been on Hajj, mm. the yearning will be It's an absolute experience. So true. I've, I, I would always say with the Jamil that the Hajj is Niswani. Whether it is the throwing of the Jamarats or Mina with Talifa Arafat, it's Niswani. Sometimes it is people that uh, makes it difficult for themselves. Mm-hmm. 
but for me personally um, the most difficult part of the Hajj is when you are making your tawafal your tawafal with her as you're making the tawafal with her uh, realizing or rather it's, 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 you ask yourself no who could take me take waste why did I have to worry with the Salman in the Midaura or whatever it is and uh, at that point that you realize this could be the last time that I'm performing tawaf around the Kaaba and as you're realizing that you're saying oh Allah grant me the opportunity to stand before this Baytullah again Allahu Akbar I've even met people um, ulama that uh, they stand before the Baytullah for the very very first time with the Jamil mm-hmm. just uh, as you're standing there you're looking, this is the very place that you face five times a day in Salah. And here you're actually standing before the Baytullah itself. And they are dumbfounded, they're dumbstruck, they don't know what to do. This is all, you know, all the mother have now studied and now come visit the Baytullah for the very first time. And, and they would, they would then relate to me as, as a student at the time, I would mm. even, sometimes I would take people in for Omar and so on. And uh, they would then afterwards relate to me and say, yo, if you weren't with us now for our Umrah, then I don't know what they have done mm-hmm. because I was now, I was taken by, I, I just lost my mm-hmm. sense of thought, I lost my sense of speech, I couldn't say anything, I couldn't do anything, I was just frozen at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, uh, okay, uh, we can... And the other funny thing is, when you're there, color doesn't matter. Mm. It's completely out of your mind. And then it's so sad when we come back here and then we have people looking down on people of a darker skin, etc., I, I mean, I can't remember which country they were from, but they had a bait and mm. a Bayer Hotel, and it was packed with him. Um, I can't remember if it was Nigeria or what. And I went to a shop one morning, and there they were. And mm. I asked him, and, you know, we, we chatted. They could speak uh, English, yes, <laughs> okay, yes. and we could communicate. Um, so that's the other thing for me, you know, when when you go there, you don't mind who, who you're standing next to, especially mm. on Arafah, um, color and things or like that. Or even in the Tawaf for that matter. Yeah, and, and, and um, you know, your, your, your financial state doesn't matter. Mm. It's forgotten, you forget about that there, Allahu Akbar. The unfortunate part, as Peter Jamil says, when we come back mm. and uh, we tend to forget uh, those lessons that we have uh, learnt on this particular journey mm-hmm. but may Allah Ta'ala grant us the understanding more importantly may Allah Ta'ala grant uh, you know those of us who have been to the Baytullah to continue implementing um, those lessons in our lives let us love uh, the Hajj once mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. you know I mean if if, if um, our forefathers could walk down the street and we could immediately recognize Netai as a Haji mm-hmm. you know then uh, why can't can we not do it today Allah Akbar well my guest you with me Sheikh Wasim Abrams back with you after this البرنامج عالدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs of Legion on a Friday only on the Voice of the Cape Welcome back once more to our Friday Nasiha program still with us Sheikh Wasim Abrams 
Sheikh, uh, we've got about, looks like three, four minutes. Okay. There was something you wanted. Uh, also, uh, I've been handed a uh, notice I need to read out, and I, I know you were going to comment on this, at least uh, the lady okay. in, yes, in Bridgetown, I think, that correct. got lost. Uh, but on the topic we were discussing, mm. if yes. you just want to read it. Yes, okay. But as I'm willing, dear listeners, um, I think, I think by, by ending off, I would say that it is in this hour of uh, Jumu'ah, it is our sincere and fervent dua that Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who judge us to leave. May Allah ta'ala grant them a salamat journey. Amen. May Allah by the Baytullah, salamat by the cover of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and all other ziyarah places. May Allah ta'ala grant them their health and their strength to fulfill all their obligations to the best of their ability. May Allah Ta'ala grant that when all our hujaj, when they return from Arafat, they return free of sins as the day that their mother has given birth to them. May Allah Ta'ala grant them a hajj makbur and a hajj mabroor. May Allah Ta'ala grant Ameen, that they Ameen. return safely Ameen. back to us, insha'Allah Ta'ala. I also want to say to those who've gone and those who are still leaving, I know the anticipation is there yes. and the excitement is there. Um, but just, uh, you know, friendly advice from me. If mm. you're going, don't waste your time. Yeah. Make use of every moment that you get there. Um, befriend and find out more and mm. sp- sit in the haram. Uh, I was just saying to Sheikh, now I remember with the, at the mosque in Medina, going there, there are special places. There. And those mosques are big, Sheikh. Yeah. You know, it's like a city inside. Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Uh, and you have somebody with you that tells mm. you this happened here, uh, that happened there, and you get to the cover of the Nabi Sallallahu Akbar. At the, it doesn't sink in. It's only when you've left it and you realize and you ask yourself, you know. I was even, uh, I was saying to Sheikh that um, one of the alims that was with us, mm. Sheikh Yusuf Alf, he was with a group there and the guide, one of the guides, and he says to me, you see that window up there? It's alleged that when Jibril used to visit in Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, more or less that's the area where he used to enter into you. You know, you get goose flesh, you're, you're actually there. Mm. So to those who are going, I know the excitement. I can it well for her. Inshallah. you wanted to say, this lady of Bridgeton? Yes, uh, Jamil, and sadly we, we, we've been uh, looking for her since 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, Auntie Sharifa, a Roman, she's 80 years old. Um, she does have Alzheimer's. Uh, she left the home this morning without anyone knowing. Um, we don't know where she is. Uh, yeah, Saram. It's one of the elders in our mm-hmm. community. She's the mother of uh, Tashamal Roman. Tashamal Roman is the, the treasurer of the masjid. Um, she is well known within uh, within the, the Bridgetown community. community. She's from uh, Cypress Street in Bridgetown. Mm. I believe she used to sell stamps or something. Yes, so there yes, would yes, be many the, people. Uh, butcher stamps. The uh, okay. Yes. Hamper stamps. Uh, yes, that's correct. that's correct. So many people would know who we're yes. talking of. We're asking them so to if anybody sees her, please, let us know. They can either contact myself, they uh, can contact... Um, I've got two contact numbers here as well. Uh, okay, I'm assuming yes. those are family members here. Yeah, most definitely. The other one is uh, Santa Shamal Roman, um, 0844-165139. That is 0844-165139. Or Fazlan on 082-0430-150. If anybody sees her, please let us know Im- immediately, Kanala. But at the same time, 
please we're asking the entire ummah to make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps her safe and more importantly that Allah ta'ala returns her um, back to the uh, back to her family inshallah Sheikh, so it's time. Uh, there was a question coming through, but you said there is um, many a discussion around this particular question. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, can you make Umrah now during the Hajj period? And okay. I believe it's mm. quite a debatable. And it, 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 yeah. it requires a lengthy answer. It, it, so. it does require some discussion. Yeah, know, so. Uh, um, so is there time or must we? Can we no, Sheikh, we can, uh, we'll all get an alim in one night to in detail go into it. Mm. But I uh, just wanted Amin, to acknowledge Amin. to the listener that we did get uh, the mm. question and we will keep it. Sheikh, once more, shukran very much for your time. Barakam and I say to you, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.